This is an AMI podcast. Let us wonder at how X was just a rare letter until algebra came along and made it something special that can be unraveled to reveal inner value. You're listening to AMI Audiobook Review. I'm Ramia Amudin, your host, and joining me is Nizreen Abdel-Majid. Nizreen, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you. Really cool quote that we started off with, uh, bringing up algebra right at the beginning of the show. The letter Gave me headaches. X. I know. <laughs> but I am <laughs> curious about the actual uh, book that it came from, which is Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. And this is going to be recommended, well, giving you a little bit of a preview here, recommended by our guest who's joining us later on in the show, Julia Bonnet in Vancouver. So excited to talk to Julia. She's doing a ton of stuff right now. And we haven't super duper talked about reading yet and listening to audiobooks. So I'm actually very, very pumped to talk about that with her. Um, As we like to start the show off, let's take a glance at the SELA homepage. Starting with the three featured titles at the very top of the page. So if you go to selalibrary.ca, that's C-E-L-A library.ca, the bookseller of Florence by Ross King, this is a biography, is the first thing on the featured list. The second one is Dad Up by Steve Patterson, Humor. Okay, that's a humor novel, and I'm really uh, looking forward to talking more about that one as well uh, just after the break, but there's there's a lot to talk about there. And then the third one on the list is The Meaning of Mariah Carey by Mariah Carey. This is a memoir uh, in audiobook format, all human narrated on Sila. Going to go to some announcements now. Uh, the first announcement is... A guide to the upcoming federal election is now available on SELA. Woohoo! We all need a guide as voters. So Elections Canada has provided a reference handbook for electors with all the necessary information to be ready to vote at the next federal election. And it's creeping up. So this is what's available in audio for you on the SELA website. A guide to the federal election, election health and safety, voting assistance tools and services, voter ID fact sheet. So those are the things that are available for you on the SELA website, as I said, in audio. But if you want to order a physical CD, Braille or large print copy, you can contact Elections Canada directly. I'll give you the number right now, 1-800-463-6868. And if you just grabbed your uh, device or your pen or paper, it's 1-800-463-6868. Want to go through another announcement, Nisreen, because this one is really cool for anyone who's let's say, gone through all the books available for listening on Sela, and they're like, do we get any more? Yes, you do, because the collection keeps getting bigger. <laughs> so CELA, Sela, and NLS um, exchanged thousands of titles in a new agreement. So this is published on their blog uh, on August 31st, 2021 by Karen McKay, the Center for Equitable Library Access and the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled also known as NLS, at the Library of Congress in the United States, have partnered to exchange accessible books thanks to the Marrakesh Treaty. So the Marrakesh Treaty allows for exchange of accessible books across national boundaries for people with print disabilities worldwide. 
it sounds exciting because it is. And they say, uh, we're excited to be receiving more than 80,000 books in audio and Braille from our American colleagues at NLS. And they've already added sila produced titles to their collection so there's a lot of swap going on here the marrakesh treaty for some background it's increasing the uh, number of titles that accessible libraries like sila and nls can access canada was the 20th country to enter into the marrakesh treaty in 2016 and that brought the treaty into force and allowed for worldwide exchanges for us here in uh, Canada. Also, the U.S. acceded to the agreement later on in 2019, laying the groundwork for the exchange of these materials with CELA. As part of the exchange, NLS is adding more than 2,000 CELA titles, including audio and Braille, to their collection. And the agreement between CELA and NLS is ongoing, so it doesn't stop here. The organizations are continuing to exchange titles as they become more available. I'll pause it there. You can read the whole post, as I said, on their blog at celalibrary.ca. Um, just want to say, though, that the first collection to, or the first addition to the collection include the top 100 NLS circulating titles so the and additional populated titles. So the big titles are all up there for you. Nizreen, this is your time to shine, girl, because you're going to be telling us what's trending. Uh, there's a few things trending on what? Where do you want to start? So I'm going to start with uh, audiobooks.com. And they released this week's hottest releases of audiobooks. And I'm going to start off with Beautiful World, Where Are You? by Sally Rooney. Then we got Forgotten in Death and Eve Dallas by J.D. Robb. Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. The Night She Disappeared by Lisa Jewell. The Stolen mm. Hours by Alan Eskins. The Bright Future, is, and it's a memoir. Fault Lines by Emily Atami. So it, there's so many more. There's so much more audiobooks for this week's hottest releases. I, out of all of these that I've listed, I think Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. I'm so going to get into it. I read the synopsis of it and it sounds pretty interesting to me. Um, another thing that was trending is Audible.com said that September 6th was National read a book day so happy national read a book day i know we're a few days late but it's still a, a time to celebrate for all you bookworms out there i'm still getting oh, yeah. into it and rock paper scissors will be something that i'm going to get into it's by alice feeney so i'm really excited I'm really excited that uh, there are all these days throughout the year to celebrate book listening and book reading. Yeah. It's one and the same, right? Yeah. I've honestly listed so many books on now with Dave Brown. That's the morning show. And uh, I do what's trending there as well. And book reading, book pitches are always on Twitter trending. So there's so many days to celebrate a read a book day. Mm -hmm. There you go. Every it's exciting. day read a book day. <laughs> That's true. Thanks, Niz. Welcome back to AMI Audiobook Review on AMI Audio. I'm Ramia Amudan here with Nizreen Abdel Majid, and we're getting into something that we're temporarily calling because, you know, Nizreen, we don't know what, what will stick and what won't at this point. Uh, we're temporarily calling it <laughs> Pause or Play. 
and I'll tell you exactly what this means. So we glanced over a few books from the CELA homepage earlier on under the featured book section, and now we're going to choose to hit either pause or play on one of those books. So we're going to put Dad Up by Steve Patterson to the test and see what we think. Um, I'll just go ahead and tell you what the synopsis is. From one of the country's most beloved comedians and hosts of CBC Radio's incredibly popular program, The Debaters, comes a funny, poignant, and at times an unexpected look at what it means to be a dad in this day and age. Steve Patterson has been thinking about Dadum for quite a while. In Dadup, he gives his all to be the best father possible to two young girls while imparting his hard-won wisdom and insights uh, to readers everywhere. The youngest of five boys growing up in an Irish Catholic household, Patterson minds his childhood for any sage advice that he may have picked up from his own dad. And he talks with Candor about the difficulty he and his wife Nancy had conceiving and finding humor in their experiences with the fertility clinic's automated phone calls, which Patterson calls robo-pimp, <laughs> robo-pimp, informing them when Nancy was ovulating. He chronicles the disappointment of failing to get pregnant, only to have the miracle conception take place in Regina during Grey Cup Week under the guiding spirit of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and comedian Brent Butt. Don't ask, he says in parentheses. From that point on, Steve Patterson assumes full dad mode, riffing on the biohazard that is changing a diaper, the absolute futility of stuffed animals, becoming a public breastfeeding warrior in the most unexpected of places, and how growing up a little boy in no way prepares you for being a father to two little girls. Most importantly, Dad Up charts the awesome experiences of charting tiny infants that you somehow had a hand in creating evolve into confident and crafty little people and the lessons that they teach along the way. So here's the point at which we ask ourselves, pause or play. Nisreen, you? I'm going to be honest. It's a pause for me just because it's something that I can't relate to. Mm. I mean, it sounds interesting, but it's not interesting enough for me personally because I'm I'm not going through, you know, I'm not going through that situation or it just, it doesn't ring. It doesn't ring a yeah. bell to me that I like, I don't, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 agreed. I, like, I can see where you're coming from. For me too, um, reading memoirs and and these kind of like self-written books of different experiences biographies autobiographies are quite a, a new experience so i'm curious about it because i love the comedy angle and i'm uh, thinking that steve patterson did a good job just because of the way that the synopsis was written you know you get a a glimpse of what that humor is going to feel like yeah. and if you're feeling the humor then you're most likely well hopefully feeling the book yeah I mean, it sounds, it still sounds interesting to me and it sounds very important. And a lot of parents can probably relate to what he's experiencing. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to ask one more person what their uh, idea of this or what the influence of this, the impression, that's the word I'm looking for, geez, the impression of this book feels like. We're going to check in with an avid audiobook listener and we're opening up the space at this point to discuss and recommend and browse and conceptualize and reminisce on audiobooks because why not do all the above? And joining us from Vancouver, B.C. is Julia Bennett, who is a community reporter on Kelly and Company, as well as the host of the just-released podcast and audio memoir of a sort, Finding a New Voice. Julia, welcome to AMI Audiobook Review. Thank you so much, Ramya. This is an, an Nazreen. I mean, um, I'm so happy to be here. And I have to say that I was listening to your you know, the synopsis you were reading and it was all I could do to, to stop laughing out loud just from the <laughs> synopsis because <laughs> it was the biohazard of changing a diaper that just about sent me over the edge because uh, as a, as a parent myself, mm-hmm. like I, I, this, I totally relate to all this and, and you know how it is with comedy, like it, it helps get you through the tough times, you know, and um, I can understand maybe not being that, that is, interested if you're, you're not, you know, if you haven't maybe been through those tough times, but sometimes right. it's like, if you haven't slept, like it seems like you haven't slept in a week and, you know, there's all of these um, sort of chaotic things happening in your life at the time you're miserable, but then when you look back on it, you laugh. So I'm totally in. I'm totally into this book. I'm thinking, okay, Christmas. (laughs) Christmas Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Find it on Sila, Julia, because it's true. I think what you're pointing out here is, you know, like it's the post experience of writing, right? Like when you're going through it, you're not in the headspace. I'm assuming Steve wasn't in the headspace to to write about being the best father ever. And now he's able to deliver it in this really hilarious tone and, uh, you know, get other people hooked on it like yourself who are parents. Yeah. And I mean, I totally loved him from the debaters. So, I mean, I go, you know, I'm. It's funny because it's not like I never knew that I liked to laugh or anything like that. But I, until sort of recently, I didn't really say, hey, I want to go out and see a comedian. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I haven't really done that before. But in the last few years, I think maybe just, I don't know what it is, maybe being housebound or something like that. And I've been on the radio or uh, like listening to the debaters, listening on the radio. And and I'm beginning to realize like how uh, cathartic it is for people going through stuff. Absolutely. And um, so absolutely. I, w- I mean, I'm, I'm on it. I'm, I'm going to, yes, I'll, I'll do Sila, but I'll also be, you know, sending it to a few people I know. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> great is the, I think that like, you know, watching comedy, listening to comedy is an experience in itself, but also reading things written by comedians seem to have like this other level of intimacy for you. I read the memoir written by uh, Trevor Noah and I could not stop laughing from beginning to end. And I didn't even Uh know him as a comedian really um, Uh until I read the book. And then I went back and started listening to him or, or seeing him host different things. And I thought, wow, but the book was something else because you get to hear Mm. it like it's story time, you know? Yeah, that's Born a Crime, right? That's the name of the yes, book? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's been on my list, actually. There you go. <laughs> I've gotten it, too. So I'm going to move it up the list now because you told me. It was so really, we, we invite people on the show just to remind them that there's books on their list that they need to get to. That's That was the, good, <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> right. 
How many audiobooks do you uh, get in? And I'm not looking for a real number. This is not a quiz. But, you know, are you an avid audiobook listener? Yeah, well, I'm I'm a continuous audiobook listener, I guess. I mean, and certainly I have a few, yeah, on my list that I'm I'm waiting to get to. Is I wish I had more time uh, for that, but absolutely, I'm I, I love to. I've always loved uh, to read, and and now I'm I'm loving to listen. It's a different experience in a way, but I still yeah. really love it. That's great. And we'll get into, you know, what that feels and looks and uh, sounds like for you, good audiobooks and good audiobook listening. But in terms of getting into the audiobook listening, do you connect with others or are you part of any audiobook clubs or do you know and have people in your life that you share this experience with or does it feel more solo? Well, absolutely. I I mean, I'm not part of a group. I know that they exist and maybe that's something I'll do Eventually, I, I have to say that I, I'm kind of slow just because I'm kind of busy and I wouldn't want that pressure of, oh, I've got you know, to finish right. the book by the next meeting, um, you know, unless I could find a book club where really the main purpose is to get together and drink wine and, you know, you can have something to talk about <laughs> as well. But I absolutely have people in my life who are also avid audiobook listeners. And so, you know, they tell me about stuff. I tell them about stuff and and there's definitely a, I would say a, a growing it just seems like a growing appreciation of experiencing storytelling in this way so I'm oh, all for, for sure. it for sure we're constantly talking about and if you give us the time we will continue to talk about <laughs> you know how much the movement is growing and it really doesn't feel like we're at the time of oh yeah I think I've heard of uh the talking book no like we're it no, is yeah. blasting it's exploding um and so yeah. many people consider it as just just a conventional way to listen uh you know authors are putting out um narrations pretty much at the same time they release their paperback. So it's incredible. Is there a favorite place, Julia, in your home that you like to listen to audiobooks at or, you know, the feel of uh, the way of you like listening to audiobooks? Um, well, I have to admit, like, one of the great things about uh, audiobooks for me is that I can do something else at the same time, True. like like folding laundry or, you know, even cooking sometimes and, and um, weeding, you know, things like that. I'm so happy to have some way to kind of keep my brain occupied when I'm doing some of those other things. But, but you know, even like going for a walk, um, uh, sometimes, you know, depending on where I am, I can like let my mind be occupied by things other than just where am I going, right? And, um, and then, of course, like I so have enjoyed over the summer being able to just relax in the evenings outside on the, you know, the, the patio furniture or whatever and just watch you know the light go down as I'm listening and uh, it's, it's just been lovely I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm but I'll listen wherever <laughs> wherever yeah exactly some people have their preferred seasons and things too right so you going back to what you were saying about sharing books with people and people sharing books with you now I love getting recommendations from uh, friends but especially friends who who can say, oh, you loved that book, you'll love this one. You know, so I go to, mm. to other, I'd say even bigger readers than I am, which a lot of people are, um, and, and yeah. ask them for recommendations. Yeah. So what's your process when it comes to taking in recommendations? Like for real, not just saying, okay, cool, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, well, you know, my brother 
is a, a really great source because we'll have conversations and, you know, we're, we're kind of um, not exactly on the same page, let's say, politically. So um, <laughs> give me good recommendations to just kind of give me another perspective. And I, I do appreciate mm. that, actually. And so, um, you know, when he sends me something, he's an academic, right? So sometimes if it's too academic, I'll say, uh, next, you know, but then. <laughs> do you know that a few pages in? How they, academic uh, it feels? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, sort of, because, you know, there's there's only so many really big words that I want to have to deal with while I'm trying <laughs> to relax. But um, no, I mean, but all in all, it, you know, he's he's a really good source. And then I have other friends um, because I, I do sort of like nonfiction and fiction. And so I do have some friends who are really fiction people. Like they just really like to read a good like historical drama or something like that. And so when they say, yes, this is good, I will pay attention. And then sometimes it just comes from wherever, listening to the radio and hearing yeah. some an author talk or whatever. So I'm kind of open to wherever it comes from. Well, I don't want to have to let you go without getting in a recommendation because, um, you know, it's it's it works both ways, Julia. We recommend for you and you recommend for us. So. OK, <laughs> so let us know, because I did feature a quote um, from a book that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, this this book was again. Yeah, I think this is one book that I heard about like heard discussed by on a on a show and uh, the author so this is girl woman other by bernardine um, evaristo and you know it won the booker prize it's it's had lots of awards i mean i'm probably maybe i'm the last person to read it because <laughs> you look online and it's there's it's won almost every award out there mm-hmm. but you know i don't know if you've ever run across a book that just kind of fills in um you know, a part of, let's say, the cultural conversation that you just weren't even aware was there, or you just right. fills in a kind of a sense of of what life, the lived experience of other people is like in, in a way that makes you connect on a human level. And that's what this book did for me. That is incredible, because I think, I mean, I, I can't pinpoint a book that's made me feel that way, but that concept, right? When you run into a scene in a book or, uh, you know, a particular part of a series and you go, wow, I I didn't realize the depth of which, because, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, this doesn't affect me, bye, right? But in a a book, especially after you're invested, it's incredible the impact that some of the storytelling or or character building or just the, the, the things that are put in to writing um, does for you. Well, yeah. And and I mean, again, like we're all people, right? We're all just, uh, you know, fellow uh, beings trying to get through our lives. And so um, a really good storyteller, I think, has a way of making that clearer from the get-go. And this particular book is actually sort of short um, biographies of 12 different characters that are kind of all connected in in some way. Um, But it's, it's like the experiences mainly of black women in England over the last century. And there's all kinds of different walks of life that, that come into this picture. And, you know, this is, this is a big conversation right now, right? With all of the different political uh, stuff around all that. And, and this helped me understand, you know, a, a, a lot of what's going on in that conversation. And it's so nice to find that in a novel, which 
you know, the end result is let's bring people together, you know? So that's what I found this novel did. Very vulnerable and very true. Julia, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Uh, You and I have never really uh, talked to audiobooks before, but this is just the start. So, you know, be prepared. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to have to like, you know, cozy up on the couch a little more often, you know. That's right. (laughs) It's very difficult stuff. Take care. (laughs) You too. Thanks. We were speaking with Julia Bennett in Vancouver. She's a community reporter for Kelly and Company on AMI-audio. She's also the host of the just-released podcast, uh, which is also an audio memoir called Finding a New Voice. You can search this up uh, under the Kelly and Company feed at the moment. So search for Kelly and Company uh, and on your favorite podcast platform to find Finding a New Voice. Nisreen, thank you for your presence today and for giving us what's trending and for helping us behind the scenes. I got you, girl. Oh, for sure. Remya, there's one thing that I still haven't asked you yet about audiobooks, and I am shocked that I forgot to ask you. What genre are you even into? I, oh no, I love my psychological thrillers. Anything psychological, mm. anything that, that's ready to spook me. I mean, of course, the characters all need to to play some great roles. But if it's going to freak me out, I'm most likely going to read it. <laughs> that's interesting. That's yeah, interesting. I've never heard of that. We got to say I'm into romantic. Sure. Obviously, I'm like mm. the, you know, typical, mm-hmm. typical girl being like, I'm into the romantic you stuff. Find the prince charming in the books. No, 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 not like oh, that. Oh, okay. It's Not always the, it's always the, you know, like falling in love with the bad guy and then the good guy uh, comes along. Yeah. The yeah, typical well, stuff. It's very got, predictable. That's okay. I mean, it can be predictable, but it's also comfy. It's very it comfy, comfy reading stuff like that. It's like, I know what's going to happen, but it's comfy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, when you pick your favorite comfort zone movies on a Friday night because you just mm. want to relax for a bit. Thanks, yeah. Nazreen. Thank you. AMI Audiobook Review every Saturday on AMI Audio at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us to get your Saturday wrapped up with some audiobook talk. I'm Ramya Amudin. See you next week. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.